talk about bad luck. 19 signs you'd be called a witch in the Middle Ages. As if the black dress and broomstick wouldn't give you away. So, has it ever come to your mind that you'd make a great witch? Let's check whether people in the 17th century would have agreed with you. These signs will show if your impersonation of Maleficent is justifiable. But, first of all, hit the subscribe button and ring the notification bell to join us on the bright side. You're a female. Yep, it's as simple as that. During medieval times, all women were closely associated with witchcraft by default. During the infamous witch trials in Salem, Massachusetts, which lasted from 1692 to 1693, 14 women and only 5 men were convicted for engaging in witchcraft. But in general, throughout history, there were many more women prosecuted for witchery than men. During all the medieval witch trials, not just the ones in Salem, more than 85% of all the convicted were women. Number 18. You're a woman and you're too rich for your own good. So that makes you a what? A rich witch? If you're an adult, independent woman and don't have any additional financial support, this would have qualified you as a witch several centuries ago. If there were rumors that a woman was leading a comfortable life without a man's help or supervision, mm -mm, this instantly raised an alarm. Not only did these women become isolated, they could also be arrested and taken to court. Number 17. You're too poor. While it wasn't recommended for a single woman specifically to be too well off in the 17th century, it was considered a bad sign for both men and women to be too poor. Homeless people and beggars were often accused of being witches. Anybody who didn't like people wandering around the neighborhood asking for food and money could rat them out to the authorities as witches. Wow. Number 16. You're too young. Now, very young girls were often believed to be witches. When interrogated and put under enough pressure, these young people who confessed often said that they got their witchy abilities from a parent. And then the whole family would be charged. Boy, wait till dad gets a hold of you. Children as young as four years old were kept in jail due to false accusations of witchcraft. Number 15. Well, you're too old. Okay, I'm starting to see a pattern here. A respectable wise age couldn't protect a woman either. Quite the contrary. Older women, whether they were married or not, were extremely vulnerable to accusations. It was believed that evil forces helped these women reach such an old age. Number 14. You're a married woman with too many kids. According to popular opinion back then, only dark magic could provide a woman with an extremely fertile womb. And if there was a young couple in the neighborhood that had problems conceiving or giving birth to a baby, what else is she going to give birth to, a raccoon? Well, this was a clear sign that a mother with too many children stole their potential kids from them. Thus, there was no doubt that she was a witch. Number 13. You're a married woman with no kids. Ah, oh, come on now, you're kidding, right? If you were a married woman but had too few kids or no children at all, those around you believed that you had been cursed with infertility. 
On top of that, if a family with many kids that live nearby had any problems, it was, of course, 100% your fault. It must have been you who hexed their household out of jealousy. Yeah, right. Number 12. You have more than one female friend. Now, if you were a woman who had several female friends and you gathered together without a male presence, you could be suspected of witchcraft. One of the infamous witch hunters, Matthew Hopkins, actually started this whole business after overhearing several women just hanging out. They were talking about things that, in his opinion, were connected with witchery. Number 11. You're a woman who has argued with a friend or a neighbor. Witch hunters held such power in the community and were feared so much that many people used it to their advantage and accused their enemies of witchery. This approach helped them to take revenge on someone they'd had an argument with at some point or another. Number 10. You have a rebellious character. If people characterize you as a stubborn, straightforward, or short-tempered person, chances are you would have been convicted as a witch in the 17th century. A rebellious attitude, losing your temper, and backtalk would have convinced everybody around of your witchy nature. And if any of your threats had come true, well, it wouldn't have ended nicely for you. Number 9. You can swim. Most of us nowadays learn how to swim when we're kids, and we have fun doing it our whole lives. But several centuries ago, people believed that only witches could swim. That's why women suspected of witchery were lowered into water. If they didn't manage to get out, they were innocent. Not that this helped them at all. But if a woman reached the surface, it meant evil forces were on her side. Authorities needed no more evidence that she was a witch. Number 8. You're a married woman having an affair. Well, this was the worst thing a woman could be involved in. If her adultery was caught, there was no way at all to avoid being convicted as a witch. She had no chances of survival in this case. Number 7. You try to predict your future husband's identity. You know those games kids play that tell you the name of your future husband or wife, where you'll live, how many kids you'll have, and whatnot? Innocent child's play, right? Well, not during medieval times. A woman named Tichuba encouraged girls to fortune-tell the names of their future husbands. As a result, she became the first woman in Salem who was convicted as a witch. Number 6. You're a midwife. Unfortunately, midwives who helped other women during pregnancy and labor were considered witches in the 17th century. Authorities believed that their knowledge of herbs and ancient medicine was connected with evil forces. Not to mention, people thought that this profession was demeaning and unclean, and that's why helpful and useful midwives were targeted. Wow, still longing for the good old days? Number 5. You have a habit of talking to yourself. If you occasionally mutter something to yourself, be it a shopping list or an earworm, you must be a witch. At least that's what people in the 17th century believed. For example, in 1692, during the Salem trials, 
a woman named Sarah Good was accused of practicing witchcraft. She happened to have a little habit of talking to herself, and she'd often do this as she was leaving her neighbor's houses. And while Good claimed that she was reciting psalms, accusers stated that she was casting spells, and thus she was convicted. Number 4. You aren't good at public speaking. Now, if you lose heart every time you have to speak in public, you would have been at risk for being called a witch during the Middle Ages. Wow, Dale Carnegie, where are you? At that time, people believed that witches couldn't read the Bible out loud. That's why one way to test a person was to make them read from it in front of a crowd. If the suspect couldn't read it aloud or stumbled, this meant that they practiced witchery. Yeah, I get the connection. As you see, nobody cared about the fact that most people during those times were either illiterate or felt uneasy speaking in public. Besides, all of them were utterly terrified. I mean, wouldn't you be too if you were accused and standing in front of a crowd of angry people trying to prove your innocence? Holy Margaret Hamilton! Um, she's the witch from The Wizard of Oz. Number 3 milk or butter has gone bad in your fridge. Um, since when did they have refrigerators back in the 17th century? Well, during the Salem witch trials, several people testified that dairy products often spoiled in the presence of a witch. Well, you better check the expiration dates of the milk and other dairy foods in your fridge. Who knows what your neighbors might think? Number 2. You have a pet. Black cats, magic, witchcraft, you probably know this association. But even if your pet isn't black and doesn't belong to the feline family, you'd still have higher chances of being called a witch. In those days, almost any pet was considered a familiar. And if you had a familiar in its animal form, it was a sure sign that you were a witch. Such animals were supposed to assist their masters in practicing magic. Number 1. You have a mole or birthmark. Moles and birthmarks were seen as sure signs that a woman was marked and practiced witchcraft. Back then, people believed that a mole or birthmark was the place where the witch's familiar, such as a snake, a cat, or a dog, could bite her and drink her blood. So, if a woman was accused of witchcraft, all her body hair was removed until a mark was found. And show me one person who doesn't have a single molar birthmark on their body. Well, so how many signs have proven your witchy nature? Let us know about it in the comments. Remember, give this video a like, share it with your friends, and click subscribe to stay on the bright side of life. And stay off that broomstick.